Welcome to another edition of the usually serviceable, hopelessly miscast, especially today, podcast from your friends at GCT. What are you looking at that for? Yeah, you know, playing with a lotion bottle. I don't know what he's doing over there. But we do have Brian. He's not the one playing with the lotion. That's not me, no. At least not here. Uh, and then we also have Carson back. Say hello. That's me. Yeah. We're recording this on uh, Friday, June the 3rd. So uh, when you hear this, I, I mean, whenever Brian decides to put it up, 100 days is probably over or close to it. Yeah, we might still have, have a weekend left. We still have one more in the can from last week to post next week. So yeah, and I have one I haven't edited too. So yeah, the second one from last one. Friday. Yeah, that's one. Of, yeah, well, I posted yeah, another yeah. one already. Yeah, and now we're messing with the mic. So yeah, I put up hear, uh, Carson's college food review podcast yesterday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. So we have Carson's college food report. Yeah. As uh, sad as it was. Inquiring people listening to this podcast want to know what a college student eats in Fort Worth, Texas. Exactly. It's not good. Well, it's not all bad. Well, there's a lot of good. Here's the thing. There's a lot of good food in Fort Worth. we did this last week. But now I'm talking about generally Fort Worth, just Fort Worth in general. There's a lot of good food, but I don't have any money. So that's that's. You should get a job. I have a job. But I mean, it means like, a job there. That's, a job there. I don't have time for school. That. Maybe you should have rich parents. Sorry. Yeah. You could sell so. plasma. Yeah. We used to have guys go sell plasma and blood. That'd be the way they'd eat for a couple weekends. That and beg their grandparents for money. Yeah, so. I, think, I think you can get um, uh, 800 bucks a month from selling plasma. I heard plasma is pretty painful, though. Is it? Like... They have to put some back in you or something? I don't know. It can't be worse than getting a tattoo. So. <laughs> as, as you've been several times. so Yeah. You get used to the Are pain. Are you going back? Probably. I just, I'm just waiting for the next Gotta inspiration. That tramp stamp, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, I really want that kitten and butterfly to be playing with each other real nice on my yeah. lower back. So. That, that way when you get you assume the position, everybody will see it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're back. Uh much to some people's chagrin. Um, so sad. We we, uh, we definitely we miss having someone like Robin or Christina to give us that moral rudder that we need because we're just rowing madly to try to get to some shore that we'll never never get there. We ended up going in a circle. Yeah, and uh, Big Rolly is in here listening. He may yell out at some point if he stubs his toe or you know rips his pants or something like that. That's right. Sorry, Rolly. You hurt your pants or ripped your pants? Oh, just because. Yes. Yeah, a little SpongeBob there. So today we'll start off with a new feature that I'm calling What's Longer? Brian's shuddering to think of what it could be. Yeah. So This one's making me nervous already. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll see. So we're going to talk about of shows that are currently listed as being on Broadway. Okay. Which one is a longer runtime? Oh, okay. So now this so, this is okay. Yeah. And, and don't go cheating, Brian. I'm not going to cheat. So I think I might. You've seen a few of these. I might do pretty well at this. Is this a game? It is a game. Okay. So the winner gets this plastic spoon wow. I have in front of me. You may not answer. Can I lose on purpose so I don't have to get the spoon? You're going to see it. Uh, no. I feel like I'm going to lose anyway. Actually, so. the winner gets a, a half-drunk bottle of brown sugar bourbon. So Brian just threw it as well. So Yeah. Now, we'll find something good for the winner. Maybe a half-drank bottle of Aquafina's. 
staring me in the face or something. Yeah, that's been there for months. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're letting it ferment, apparently. Yeah, not good. Yeah. You can see that bottle of lotion that's not yours that you're fumbling with, Carson. I haven't touched it. Free fish, perhaps. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Eat your take, heart out, Marcus. Take Buddy home to live with you. Yeah, Buddy, Buddy probably would accept that gladly. Yeah, that or some fish hemlock right about it's now. Buddy's last. So we uh, we've been fish shitting Marcus's fish while he's been out of town. So it's Buddy's last day in the office. Well, I guess Marcus will probably pick him up Monday, but uh, it'll be the last time the fish is on the podcast. So uh, yeah. thanks, Buddy, for your service. We're gonna ride it out, Buddy. Mando and Jimmy the Cock have been trying to get out of here for a long time, unsuccessfully. So they're not escaping. Yep. yep. So, so here's you have to choose. choose. Obviously, it's a pretty easy game. Which one of these two has a longer runtime, based on a website that I found? Okay. And Brian promises not to cheat. I'm not cheating. So your first two, and I'm going to look these up after I say them. So there may be a lag, but and it's there. I think there's a couple in here that are actual plays, but most of them are musicals, if not all. So your first two are Dear Evan Hansen or The Book of Mormon. I'm going to pick Dear Evan Hansen. Any reason in particular you pick that? I just think it's longer. Okay. I've seen Book of Mormon before. We're picking the longer one? You are picking the longer yeah, one. Yeah, I would think it'd definitely be Dear Evan Hansen. I think Dear Evan Hansen's a solid 215, pushing 230. Book of Mormon is under so two, I think. Which one of them is correct, Roland? Neither. You're, You're both, both wrong. It's the Book of Mormon. What's that says the runtime of Book of Mormon? It says Dear Evan Hansen is two hours and 25 minutes, and Book of Mormon is two hours and 30 minutes. I don't think Book Two and a half runs. hours? Book of Mormon is not. I'm going to... It could be wrong. Uh, See, uh, he's, he's already fact-checking. I'm, I'm on Broadway.org, so... I'm assuming a reputable, web, reputable website. There you go. A comment from the desk. I guess <laughs> Book of Mormon does have a, a great lot point. of points. It's a great point. I guess Book of Mormon does have a lot of parts to it. Okay, yeah, it says everywhere I'm looking it says it's two thirty. Okay, so close your websites. It's because so it's don't so cheat. funny. It feels so quick. inadvertently. Yeah, yeah no, no, it, the last it, time I saw it, it felt pretty long. Yeah, it does fly by to me quicker than Dear Evan Hansen would. Yeah, because of the subject matter just being a little bit more heavy. So here's your next. So you're both still on the Schneid here. Yeah. Your next, next two are Aladdin or Hades Town. I think. Did you see Aladdin on Broadway? I have seen Aladdin. On I think Broadway. Hades Town is like two hours and forty-five minutes, so I'm going to pick that one. I think it's a long show. Okay. He chooses Hades. I'm going to go with Aladdin. This is the longer show. Yeah. So Brian is correct. Yeah. It is Aladdin at two hours and thirty minutes versus two twenty-five for Hades Town. Yeah. So a shorter trip to hell. Okay. Not by much because both of them are hell. Oh. Aladdin was outstanding. <clears throat> just saying. So, as a grown grown man, I thoroughly enjoyed Aladdin. I remember did you cry? cry? I did not cry. I remember <laughs> Ty would never stop. When Hades Town came out, Ty never stopped talking about that show. Shout out to Ty Kirk, non friend of the podcast, and failed auditionee here at GCT. I'm just going to say that right now. I failed at auditions here. Sorry, not sorry, Ty. I have to. Yeah. But he famously flamed out. Yeah. This is bad. <laughs> or what turned into the Sweeney Todd experience here at GCT that Carson and I and Kever did not flame out for. And some days we probably wish we had. So here's your next two MJ the musical. What? 
It's Michael Jackson. Jackson. Oh, musical. okay. That one's That's new. on Broadway. Yep. That's yep. very. Is, or, it, is it out of previews yet? Uh, I don't know. It's got it on this list. Okay. So, how did a show about Michael Jackson make it to Broadway with all this? Okay, never mind. It's not important. Yeah, yeah don't don't go there. Or Moulin Rouge. I don't know anything about either of these shows. So. Which one is longer? I'm gonna take a guess. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Moulin Rouge. Yeah, that would be my guess too. Did, Did you see that? that one? I was I supposed to. I had tickets, and then pandemic happened. So oh. yeah, I've not seen it. You, so you both pick Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I have no idea, yeah, I have no idea what Michael Jackson, MJ, the music. I can't figure it'd be that long. Moulin Rouge is two thirty-five. MJ is two thirty. Really, two and a half hours of Michael Jackson. Yeah. You're probably getting off easy from other people. So, is it a biography musical, or is it the jukebox musical? I think, musical? So. I think, I think it's, it just features his music and probably has a story. Are they gonna show the inappropriate stuff too? Uh, I would Not doubt the HBO it. documentary version. <laughs> yeah, where they're stabbing you with things for however many hours, four hours. Well, that's that's good. Uh, I, I did. I will say I selected this game because I want Brian to get his confidence together. <laughs> the only person he's has a winning record against career is you. So, yeah, just take that as motivation. That's chalkboard material, bulletin board material. So, here's your next two. Are you ready? Sure. Yep. So Brian's up two to one. Your next two are Hangman, which Brian and I looked at the other day. I really want to see that. Let's or see Mrs. That. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire's on Broadway. It's closed now. What is Hangman? See, the tricky part. So it depends on if you're trying to be purposely deceitful. Because Hangman is not a musical. You, you, you always, you always, always think, though, that I'm trying to trip you up. And general musicals right. are longer than plays. I'm going to yeah, say... The longer show is Mrs. Doubtfire. Is that a musical version of Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes, it is a musical yes. version of Mrs. Doubtfire. What is Hangman? It is a Tony nominated because the awards haven't happened yet. It's a not Tony nominated play, uh, comedy drama about uh, Hangman in 1960s Great Britain. Right after they outlawed hanging people and what they then had to, um, what jobs they had to go to, and there's a case of uh, one that comes back a couple years later. Guy that comes back, they hang somebody that wasn't guilty. Blah blah blah. But and uh, you know one of the stars in it is Alfie yeah. Allen. Yeah, Alfie Allen stars on Broadway. And it got high praise. It's a show I'd love to see. Love to see. Yeah. So Roland's gonna. So which one did you pick? I'm going to go with Hangman, I guess. Okay, we have dissonance here. Roland's going to announce the, uh, what's the right answer? This is Doubtfire was 2.35, and Hangman was 2 hours and 30. So, this is Doubtfire by five minutes. Brian takes a commanding 3-1 lead. Yeah. So I just figured I had to pick the opposite of him so I could try and tie it. Yeah. No, keep, stick with that strategy. He likes that. So, here's your next two. The Music Man or Macbeth. Ugh. Shows that Brian loves both of them. I love Music Man, actually. Music Man is really long. Shapoopy is uh, the height of musical theater. Especially with Peter Griffin. Yes. <laughs> I want to go with the Music Man because that's a long show. I'm going to have to go with the Scottish play because you're not, we're film recording in a 
theater, so you're not supposed to say it. Right. right. I'll, I'll say it, it but, but yeah. yeah. Uh, mainly because, again, not knowing what they did to it, but if they did the whole thing, it's like a five-act Shakespeare play, which can run like three-plus hours, so I'm going to have to true. go with the Scottish play, okay. assuming that they've not edited it for whatever reason. So, so the correct answer is The Music Man. <sighs> At two hours and 45 minutes, <laughs> Macbeth is 2.20, which is surprisingly short cut, for that play. They've cut stuff. Yeah. I'm sure Daniel Craig is like, I'm not staying up there for four hours. Yeah. Is that who's on Broadway right now in Macbeth, Daniel Craig? It is Daniel Craig playing the lead, isn't it? I think so. I think it is. He's on, he's on one of the posters, so either he's doing his own version or, yeah, he's in it. Well, I no, it's him. It's so, so three, three to two, two tight match here. Your next two are Mr. Saturday Night, starring Billy Crystal, or Hamilton. Billy Crystal's right on Brian's wheelhouse. Billy Crystal's on Broadway right now. Doing Mr. Saturday Night. It was a movie version he did back in the nineties, I think. And we totally went silent. Hmm. Uh, Hamilton or Mr. Saturday Night? Hamilton is pretty long, too, so I'm going to go with that one. It is long. And too long. I'm going to have to go Hamilton as well, because Mr. Saturday Night was a one-man show, right? No, no idea. idea. I think it was. Hamilton it's hard is, to, if it is, then it's hard to imagine one-man show being like three hours. But Well, I will say you're both wrong. Mr. Saturday Night is two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> now I need to know if it's... Uh, it's 240. Well, that means Hamilton is two hours and 40 minutes too long, then. <laughs> yes. It, it is, is quiet, quiet uptown, though. So. Right. so, so still, no. Okay, yeah, it's not a one-man show. We're, we're, we're still, still at three to two. two. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, you guys need a halftime break or anything here? Good. Yeah. Okay. We have this. Do we listen to your poopy? Five more? Uh, you have... You have six, six more. Oh, okay. This is a so. long game. Plenty of time for you to catch. Is that many shows on Broadway at one time? I didn't take them all. Yeah. There's more than that. Majority of them. Yeah. I thought all theaters showed all shows. Yeah, absolutely. I shouldn't know there were like 40 shows on at a time. So here's your next two. Six or The Minutes? I don't know either of those. Uh, I know what six is. I'm going to go with The Minutes. I'm going to pick six, I guess. Okay. It's 85 Minutes. Six, Six is about Henry VIII's wives. Oh, okay. Um, but Brian is correct. The minutes is longer. I knew six is one act, and it's 85 minutes. So. Yep. It even says 80 here, so oh, okay. even better. The minutes is 90. So. I've never heard of the minutes, but okay. 80 or 85, I can live with both of those numbers. So it's four to two. Uh, your next two are Wicked or Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. That's on Broadway. Okay. What are these shows? Harry Potter and the Curse of Child. I'm going to... Yes, I guess I'll also go with that. You know, this one's a runaway, and you're both right. And I'm going to tell you how much of a runaway it is. Wicked is 245. Oh, God. And it's the shorter one. By far. How long do you think Harry Potter is? 315. It used to be in you two. It used to be in two parts, but they recently combined the two parts, so it's one show. So it's like three thirty, three forty-five. It's three thirty. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it used to be two. You had 
Curse of Child Part One and Part Two. You go see one like in the morning and the other in the evening. Is it a musical? No. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's the, the cursed audience. audience. But they, I mean, there used to be like each show is over two hours. So the fact that they cut four plus hours to three and a half is somewhat impressive, I guess. <laughs> Would you sit through it? No, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. So it's not something I would care about. What, was, what subject matter would it take for you to sit through a three-and-a-half-hour play or musical? A Samurai Cop, Samurai Cop 2 combo. <laughs> with Frank Washington's with Frank faces Washington. projected. If yes. Book of Mormon was three-and-a-half hours, I'd still go see it. Okay. Did you pick Wicked that time or Harry Potter? I picked Harry Potter. Okay, so you're still one, five, one behind? Three. Okay, 5-3. So you have four questions left. you got to catch them here. So, so funny girl or the Lion King? <laughs> I give it an enthusiastic <laughs> thumbs down to both of these shows. I'm gonna go with funny girl. To the girl. Lion King? Yes. I'm gonna go with funny girl mainly because it's a that's kind of a golden age old school Broadway show, and they loved them uh, some three hour shows. I back in the full era. night out. I will pick Lion King. You picked wrong. Yeah. It's funny, girl. At 2.40, Lion King is 2.30. That doesn't make it a better show. Any of the ones a better show. Yeah, I don't care for Lion King. You've you got to sweep these last three to catch them. Yeah. You can tie. I have to miss all of them. Right? Yeah, you can tie and split the bottle of brown sugar. So uh, your next two are Come From Away or the Tina Turner musical. Brian knows exactly how long Come From Away is. So Let's see if he knows the Tina Turner show. Mom probably knows a lot. I was actually surprised at that one. See, now you're dropping hints. It's it's hard for me to imagine Tina Turner is shorter than 140 or 145 because that's how long Come From Way is. I will say Come From Way is, you're right on it, it's 140. But that does not speak to how long Tina Turner. If, if they did a Tina Turner mu musical and made an hour and a half and I was Tina Turner, I'd be upset about it. Like I agree, you know I've I've got to go with Tina Turner just for those reasons. Uh, yeah, I will also go with that. I guess. Okay, you're, you're both, both right. right. It's, it's two forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> so when when that is coming through the Orpheum, I think next spring summer. Yep. Uh, I know one person that lives at twenty seventeen that will be there. Yeah. I'm not talking about me. Paul Scott? No. 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 Roland Scott? At the Tina Turner show? Oh, yeah. Who thinks going to go yeah. see that? I didn't hear what you said. I, that's what I said. I think well, mom she can't go by herself, so. Well, she might have to call in her air supply favor. If it was air supply, the musical, I'd go. <laughs> Graham and Russ. Mom loves. Fresh off the tour. Mom loves some Tina Turner. Yes. So your next two are, even though this is lame duck, your next two are Company or Chicago? Chicago. Uh, I believe Chicago, no Chicago's longer than you think. I think it's two thirty. Company is right about the same. I will say Ch Chicago maybe slightly longer. Uh, it's, it's company, company. Mm. at two forty-five. Oh, okay. So I didn't think you were right on with Chicago. It's two thirty. Yeah. And then your last two are Paradise Square or Phantom. Phantom, it's Phantom. It's got to be Phantom. It's a long show. Are you sure? Oh, unless the other one is like three hours. I don't know what 
the other one is, but I'm going to go with the other one because it feels like you've set us up. Yeah. It's the other one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you really oh. gave it away to him. <laughs> Fish hook. Yeah, you gave it away to him, but okay. Well, well it's, it's you gave, gave it away to him. He already had won, so yeah. he's one and zero. And how what's long longer? is Phantom? Like three? At least here, he's ahead. Two forty-five, two fifty. It says Phantom is two thirty. Really? Paradise Square is two thirty-five. Okay. So uh, yeah, the, the, the Harry Potter is the longest one. one. It's, it's the only one that tops three hours. Three and a half hours. Yeah. It's the longest show on Broadway right now. By I mean, other notables, Beetlejuice is two and a half hours. Beetlejuice? Something called Birthday Candles is an hour and a half. American Buffalo is 100 minutes. I've seen it like a star or two in that. Uh, Girl from the North Country is two, two and a half hours. Uh, so there's, there's a couple others in there that I didn't get. The, the majority of them I got. Plaza Suite is two and a half hours. Isn't that an old show that's getting revived? Yeah, it's got uh, Ferris Bueller and his wife, Sarah. Oh, oh, yeah. Broderick and yeah, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. Yeah. There's, There's one that's called POTUS, or Behind Every Great Dumbass or Seven Women Trying to Keep Him Alive. That's an hour and 50. Okay. Sounds interesting. It does. So, Then there's something called The Skin of Our Teeth that's three hours. And Take Me Out, which is 2.15. I think GCT has done that back in the day. Uh, it's certainly possible, especially with that length. Let's watch a non-musical for three hours. Oof. Sounds like a good idea. Crucible, anyone? <laughs> Crucible's... Hey, I like, I like that book. It's a good the book. The book's fine. The Crucible is a solid three hours, absolutely. Yes. It's a good book. I read it in... If you do the class. entire thing, a lot of people cut the beginning of Act 2, where it's John and the girl in the woods, and like she's hitting on him. It's very awkward. <laughs> and probably should be cut. Yeah, I can, I can see, see why they cut, cut it. Um, so, okay, good. good. So, Brian wins a half-used can of Electronics Dust-Off. Mm, nice. It sits right behind his monitor already. So, cool. congratulations. I need, to, I need to use it to blow my uh, hey, keyboard hey, off. Hey, hey. The, the Crystal yeah. movie is only two hours and six minutes. They really cut it down from oh, the play. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's too long. Have you ever watched the movie? No. no. I don't need to. I read the book. So, a long time ago. So, yeah, speaking of annoyances, um, now we're going to move on to Smokes and Road Beers, which uh, is tweaked a little now because, um, like I said, it's catch-all. So, today we're going to do theater-related. What annoys you more? Okay. How about that? I'm saving the happier ones because... no. Not yet. In a minute, you can read one. It's like I have an assistant here. A um, really bad one. Make yourself useful. <clears throat> so, Brian's done some light comedy in his day. And some of the shows that he wasn't cast correctly for. Melodramas and things like that. Uh, Carson's done his share of shows. Some good, some horridly not good. Um, so, if we ask an actor, actor question, then... Even Roland's done some shows. So one of these is actor-related. The rest are kind of audience-related. I'll save the rest of the actor ones for uh, when we have, like, Christina here, because I want to hear her take. Or Marcus. We could hear him. Mm -hmm. So what annoys you more of these two scenarios? I'll give you, we have several. So here's your first two. 
actors who do something different in their blocking every show when you're a fellow actor, or actors who never seem to be ready to go out on their cues. Which is worse? Yeah, which one annoys you as a fellow actor what more? Directors, you know, as a director, every time you get to <laughs> no, we're, that's not the question right now. So. It's the one that won't make their entrances. If they're out there, you can deal with it. If they're not out there, you're stuck. So I think it's by far the worst. Yeah, I would have to agree because in Lord of the Flies, we had a kid who fell asleep on the couch during a show, and we were all just standing on stage yelling his name, his character's name, right? right. And someone had to run off stage. You mean like Teddy? Yeah, so that is very bad. And you had that multiple times, didn't you? Lord of the Flies, I think it happened twice. Yeah. Yeah, Teddy only happened once, and it was the final show. Yeah. (laughs) As you were all hearing, Teddy, Teddy from the stage. And he is with us in the dressing room changing. Half dressed. Like, oh, well, there's nothing you can do to fix this, buddy. (laughs) There's got to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so quick aside then, since you've directed, which one annoys you more? An actor who would change your blocking every time or the cues? Cues. Cues. That's what I figured you'd say. Uh, Yeah, definitely cues. You know, definitely heard that given in the few rehearsals I was actually at for Bright Star. Heard that given as a note. Yeah, a couple of times where it was like, uh, what's so hard about getting out here on time? So and I, I, I would agree as a, as a fellow actor, when they're not ready to go out, especially when it's you and them or they're part of a group of three or four of you and everyone's looking around for said person, no, that shouldn't happen. So, I mean, have I done that accidentally? Maybe. I don't remember, but yeah, I think it is annoying. If you've done 10 shows in your life, you have – you have completely forgotten an entrance at least once. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So here's another one that's kind of actor related. So if you're acting in a show, or if you're, uh, well, this one, yeah, it's more actor. So what annoys you more? The audience member who is in the front row playing with their phone the whole time, or the audience member who's cutting you what looks like a dirty look from the front row the whole time? Like they are not enjoying this at all. And it's like, why are you here? Uh, as a actor, in general, the only way you could see the people in the front row is if they are eliminating themselves with the phone. So, uh, if you're staring daggers at me the whole time, I got no idea. So it would have to be the phone for me. Yeah, I would. That would be noticeable. The phone, but it, not if they're staring daggers, but if they were like doing something to try and get your attention. Because I have had idiots that I knew come to a show and try and get my attention the whole time on the front row. Just to get you to acknowledge them or to, uh, like, try to get you to crack or what? Uh, yeah, both. Okay. Basically. It was when I was, a, it was, when I was a Mamma Mia, so you can assume who oh, well, yeah, the people came. It was a high school that. show. But I do remember when that happened and you told me about it. I mean, I'll say both. Both are obviously annoying to me, but I will say in GCT shows, I feel like I can see people in the front row. Not all the time. If I'm standing right in the spot then or in a spot, then... No, no, I don't see them. them. But, but they're, they're during Bright Star, Star, there were many times I would be out there, especially if I was sitting at the desk as the mayor. Uh, you know, if I'm sort of panning my eyes out, I don't generally like to fixate on the audience at all. Even if someone I know is out there, I don't like to do that because I feel like it's it takes away. Definitely from it distracts me, but you know, I just don't do that. But there's times I'll look I will look out from our stage 
when having been in shows and see faces that look like I'd rather be getting a root canal right now. Well, I was cutting mm-hmm. dirty looks from the booth when I was there. Well, oh, yeah. That? I, I, yes, of course I did. <laughs> now, I mean, a larger house, I can definitely, it's, okay, I don't even see faces at all because when I do look and have any sort of time when I stop my gaze from panning around or something, it's just too far to see them for me because I have weaker eyes, so. But yeah, I think the phone is definitely more annoying. I, you know, have not been in the audience for it, but I, obviously we know there are people in, in this town and otherwise who have been actors and stopped a show because someone was playing with their phone. Or taking the show, you know, like trying to bootleg it. Even better. So here's, here's another one. Rolly, I'll let you read the one after this. So just in general, whether you're an, an, an audience member or whatever, patrons who think they're hold, that the lobby is their place to hold kangaroo court uh, and are just sucking up all the air in the room, or patrons who stand in a big circle in the lobby and block the entire walkway. I think you can hear from my tone of voice which one's more annoying to me. They both suck, but... Uh, as a person that needs to go up and down the hall, I... <laughs> Is you know what Mr. people A to B. What people need to do to get in the hall is, uh, you know, that's whatever they do, whatever. But yes, um, please let me get up and down the hall. That's that's the main thing. Yeah. yeah. What, about what about you, you Carson? Carson? I don't know. I think they're probably equally as bad, because if it's a person holding kangaroo court that I particularly don't want to talk to it's extremely hard to mm. avoid you that. have someone in mind so then i'll just leave yeah, yeah. It's, it's well both annoy me the first one shouldn't annoy me as much as it does but the second one definitely annoys me is because i mean theaters are not at least the theaters that we're frequenting meaning the theaters in the memphis area none of them have a big giant warehouse with walkway and at, at least, least when you're trying, trying to get in and out of somewhere. And, and when you have a group of people, whether it be four people, ten people, whatever, who make a big circle so they can all talk to each other, and they take up the entire space, and especially then they get pissy at you when you say, excuse me, excuse me, mm-hmm. and you walk around them or through them, oh, my goodness, how could you be so presumptuous to walk through us? It's like, no, go outside. Or, you know what, don't do that. Stand in a semicircle. How about yeah. that? You don't all need to see the whites of each other's eyes. Yeah, our lobby's kind of unique in that it's just, you know, it's only 10 feet across, so it's pretty easy to block the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. four people can do it. Yeah. And have. So here's your next one that Roland is going to read. Which one annoys you more? audience members who are fidgety the whole time or fellow audience members dousing perfume or cologne? Second one. Yep, Easy. number two. Yeah. yeah. Number two. It's the okay to the stank fidget. takes over. The small fidgets are okay because I do that too, so like I can't really complain about that. But, yeah, the perfume thing, that especially when it pisses off my allergies, it's really fun sitting through a show the entire time. The fidgety bothers me the most when I'm sitting right behind them because you're seeing it the whole time. Yeah. They're behind me. I don't care if they fidget as long as they're not kicking my chair. Yeah. But, but doused, doused in perfume or cologne. It affects our small space. Everyone gets to enjoy that experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
It's like, thanks for whipping out that $9 bottle and pouring it over your head. So uh, here's the last one. Uh, and this, I, I, this one to me is more like if you're a fellow patron and it came up because of a specific scenario. So shout out to you. You know who you are that uh, we talked about this and sort of had a chuckle, but, eh, you know, there was some serious to it. Audience members who seemingly refuse to applaud after a show or audience members who get super animated and shit when they applaud at the end of a show and they just are crapping themselves, making all this noise and getting just completely out of hand. I think as a actor, you'd rather them go overboard than underboard. Well, sure, but if you're in the audience, standing behind them or next to them, uh, from an audience perspective, I mean... Yeah, I think this, this one depends on where you are. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're an audience member, you would maybe not want to be a part of that, but I think if you're part of the cast, absolutely, you want the second one and don't want them to just look at you sure, sitting on their hands at the end of the show. So that, that seems, seems to happen more than the second one, but, but yeah. I've, I've never experienced number two, honestly. So. I've, I've been, been in an audience where I've experienced that, that and... You know, it's not to throw a blanket accusation, but there was a group of teenagers, girls, who just were so excited that someone that they knew was in the cast, but the entire curtain call decided to jump up and down and, you know, throw throw bows and just basically bump into everyone around them. Yeah, okay. That was annoying. So, Carson has no take. About what? Everything annoys him and me. So, <laughs> so uh, moving on from that, speaking of even more annoying, do you have a Florida report? I do have a Florida report. All right, cue music. Uh, you don't like this. Uh, we have special music. I just did it. Listen to the pod and you'll hear it. It's going right now. Now, this is a classic one from 2012. <laughs> Ooh, an oldie. But it uh, looks like someone took the five-letter P word the wrong way. On June 5th, 47-year-old Everett Lages was arrested outside the Emerald City Strip Club in Murdoch, Florida. He continuously called 911 after the club, club's owner denied him entry because Lages had a kitten, yes, a baby cat with him. <laughs> after the cops showed up, they put Lages in the cab and tried to send him home, which was a fail since Lages was severely intoxicated and continued to call 911. <laughs> Lages was later... <laughs> Later arrested and is now facing charges of misuse of the emergency system, disorderly intoxication, trespassing after a warning, and resisting arrest without violence. All because of a wee little kitten. Lages will now be crying meow from his jail cell soon oh, enough. How clever. Thank you. That was almost like a dad joke you threw in there. What a guy. Yeah. Good report there. Where in Florida was that? Uh, Murdoch, Florida. Oh. I hope that's somewhere near Tampa. Do we get an Oregon report again? No, Uh, that was just a one-time thing. That's a specialty (laughs) thing. But I'll tell you what you do get, moving on quickly to the next thing. It's Frank Washington's Overheard at the Theater, Volume 3. We may have had to skip Volume 1 if that was the one we didn't throw out there. Probably. I'll come back to it if we need to. So here are some Overheard at the Theater comments. What's on this evening? Giselle. She's ill? What's the matter with her? Yeah, that was one. That's a dad joke. Can I buy two tickets for Fanny of the Opera, please? 
Nice. <laughs> and <laughs> here's one I know you will love, Brian. Is it really sold out? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> really Kinda like receptions out. before or after a show? Yeah. No, they're during the show. And it's just for you. Go on outside. Um, here we go. Would I be allowed to bring a spare pair of shoes as the ones I'll be wearing will be painful by the end of the night? What? what? Strange one. That is weird. What I think Washington did not like that comment. No, he made he made a ooh face to that one. So here's here's a... A patron at Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, I didn't expect it to end like that. Okay. Interpret that however you want. So, this one was at Waiting for Godot. He won't come, you know. His name's not in the program. <laughs> Good. Thanks. Uh, here we go. Uh, it's probably a call to the box office. Our pet parrot just loves musicals, so can we bring her to Les Miserables? She's house trained and knows all the words. We're happy to buy a ticket for her. <sighs> Surprised we didn't get that call. Wow, that's something. That's something. Bring it a hundred days and we'll blow its eardrums out. Bring my pet turtle. You know, Big Al. Uh, you could probably get away with sneaking a turtle in your purse because they don't make noise. Unless it's one of those snapping turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Stick your hand in there. Go after it. Technically, it's illegal to own a turtle in Tennessee. Um, so this was at a show apparently called The Railway Children in London. We just bought this kitten from Harrods. We're fine to just take him in in his box, yes? So all these people want to bring kittens in places. Kittens don't go. Yeah, I don't get it. And here's the last one for today. This is ludicrous. The whole point of me printing my ticket at home was to get me in quicker via scanning, but they sent me back to you. It's ridiculous. Madam, you seem to have cut your ticket in half through the barcode. Well, it wouldn't fit in my handbag. Okay. Bango. All right. Frank just walked off on that one. Yeah. Even so, Thanks, Frank. Frank. Only Frank can take it so much. Yeah. yeah. Definitely some facial expressions yeah. there. So Christina's not here, so we're skipping the casting call. And it's time for some dad jokes. What is casting call? Sexist or racist or both casting call. Excellent. With Christina. So you have any dad jokes? We got a couple of young ones here who love dad jokes. Yeah, hold on, let me. Uh, oh, we do love them. Hey, how, how dare you? I will not have Rolly, you disrespecting. Rolly, do you know any dad jokes? The sanctity of the dad. Let Rolly tell a dad joke. Do you know any Rolly? That's he definitely game. knows when he's told me some before. Think of a dad joke. This is your chance to speak on the mic, Rolly. Yeah. Again. What has four wheels and flies? A garbage truck. Oh, that one. Do you know another one, Rolly? Yes, okay. I do. He froze on the big stage. So the CEO of IKEA has just been appointed as a prime minister of Sweden. He's currently assembling his cabinet. <laughs> Definite rim shot there. If you think swimming with the dolphins is expensive, you should try swimming with the sharks. Cost me an arm and a leg. Oh! Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that funny, Rolly? You're laughing. Okay, next. Oh. Whoa! Whoa! Shots fired. Stupid. <laughs> What's next, Brian? Does anyone remember that joke I told you all about the chiropractor? I think it was about a week back. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, that's That all. one's okay. That's all. <laughs> That's all for this time. No, I, I can live with that one at least. Carson cannot. So, 
He's, he made a Christina-like reaction. I think it's the chair. He's sitting in her chair, so. Sorry, Christina. He's channeling the spirit of Christina. He may have farted in your chair. I don't know. Not yet, at least. He did not, he said. So now it's time for a rant. Or a hant, if you have that. Carson, I know you have a rant. What is it? What do you want to rant about? Uh, and not TCU food. Yeah, you got to give me a minute. You got to go first. So I can okay. Thank you, Mimi. Rolly, do you have a rant? Anything that bothers you? Huh? Are you freezing again? Friends text me at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, friends that what? Friends that text me at 7.45 in the morning. Wonder who heard it here. What friend is that? He listens to this pod, by the way. Yeah. Not even joking. Yeah. But I already told him it was annoying, so cat's yeah, out of the bag. Yeah. Whatever the cat's name and cats, whichever one of them. There's a lot Sprockety of them. Sprick or something. I don't know their names. So, um, you have one today, Brian? I don't think I do have one today. No hand or rant. No. Life's just down the middle. Yep, it's just uh, it's just you know smooth down the middle. I guess uh, the, my only rant would probably be against myself to pay more attention to uh, um, when I need to post things on <laughs> social media for the uh, grants we uh, Ooh, yeah. we do. But uh, no, it's uh, I, yeah. I just need to make sure we're okay. getting all our posts up on that, which we will. We will. A self-directed rant yeah, okay. I like that. I have some of those too. Did you think of one yet? Uh, I don't like drivers on Germantown Parkway. That's my oh, rant. Nobody does. I hate them all. So, yeah. yeah. It's the worst. Because of your job, you've had to go up and down that road. Every day, basically. So, just imagine if you had to go all the way up and down it, all the uh, way to I-40 nope. and back. That's the, I really, the part that I drive down isn't the worst of it. No, it's not. It is not. But it is pretty bad. He stops at Trinity, Brian, just so you know. But it's bad before then. I have to go all the way. You don't get to go to the deep part of Germantown Parkway. Okay, but the part that I go down is the really heavy. But you just said it's not the worst. No, it's not, but it is pretty heavy at no. Agreed. 10 o'clock. So here's my rant. People who are addicted to creation of drama, and I don't mean bards or playwrights or drama turds or anything like that. They are turds. People who are addicted to drama, why do you need to create drama wherever you go? Knock that shit off. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people who do it. Look. Everybody's done it at some point in your life. I know I've done it unwittingly and on occasion when I was younger, wittingly or willingly, however I want to say it. I'm not into that anymore. And, you know, my sons aren't into that that I know of. So hopefully I've trained them right in that regard because they seem to hate the drama too. There's some people, and a lot of you know who you are. You just love to create drama wherever you go by... No, let me stir the pot on this. Let me make a comment of that. And when it comes to stirring the pot for fun, I do that, and I probably stepped over the line a few times. I know I have, but not to create drama, just to get a laugh, and I go too far. So I'll call myself on that one and say I'm not a saint. But what I will say is that I don't remember a time I ever walked into a major situation like the you know rehearsing and production of a show or a work project that lasts weeks or months or anything like that and created a dramatic situation. There are people out there who do, 
And I think they get so addicted to it, they don't even know they're doing it. But what I will tell you is just look in the mirror sometime, like I try to do, and don't do that because it's really beyond annoying for everybody else. And it's, I don't know why some people just feel the need to say something that, oh, look, you know, did you hear what this person said? Even if the person didn't even really say it, would you stop messing with that chair? That's another rant I'm going to have. So, um, so yeah, if you are addicted to creation of drama or you think you're doing it, please just think about it and then stop. We don't need any more. Leave the drama for the stage. Yeah, exactly. So that's my rant. Uh, we appreciate Carson and Roland. Well, he stopped messing with that chair or I choke him out, UFC style. But thank you for joining us today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Appreciate that. So uh, Brian thanks us for his prize of the dust-off duster. Yeah. He will make good use of it here in the dark in a minute. Yeah. Let's turn the lights down so you can get cozy with it. Oh, no, it blew the straw out. <laughs> He's already misusing it. So, <laughs> enjoy the dulcet tones of the duster. So, uh, but thanks for joining. Uh, at some point, we're going to do a samurai cop review of our own, just because we have to. So, we'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you.